Welcome to episode 166 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, Saturday, people. Saturday, um, Saturday, the 5th of uh, December, 2000, 2020. We're in the final month, people. The final month of this hell. Oh, my God. Who'd have expected 2020? To go like this. Do you remember at the start of the year? Shut up. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Get over it. We're in it now, people, aren't we? Jesus fucking Christ. People, do you remember? Who would have expected this at the start of the year? Do you remember? I had plans. I was going on. We all had fucking plans, you fucking melt. Um... Melt is my favourite word at the moment, by the way. I just want to clarify that. Um, It's my favourite insult. Um, So use it at your leisure. Somebody's probably going to... Fuck it, I don't know. Somebody, uh, some Inuit or something like that may complain, hey, man, Melt just reminds me of the lean times we have when there's no ice and we can't go fucking digging holes in the ice and... Dragging out seals and butchering them in front of our children. Uh, I take offence at that. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> well, uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm on about today, people. Uh, yeah, so we're in the final month um, of the year, as you well know. You know, like that's no surprise to you, is it? Um, uh, yeah, it's fifth of December. I hope your uh, your week has been uh, your week has been good. I have not done very much. Um, this week's very difficult. Um, I've been doing a bit of writing. I know. I know, people. Uh, I've been doing a bit of stand-up writing, assuming it's going to come back. Um, not anytime soon, but uh, with all the new restrictions that have been uh, added. Um, but I assume it's going to come back at some point. So I've been uh, keeping me all fucking iron. The worst thing about it is... Is usually like if you've got like about three or four gigs a week, as I usually do. Um, not uh, not not sucking my own trumpet there, sucking my own trumpet, blowing my own penis, it's something like that, isn't it? Um, but yeah, usually you've got about three or four gigs a week, so you have an idea in the day, and you can fucking you know test it out at night, assuming that it's well written, and you rehearse it, and um, uh, you've got a vague idea of what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that is not always the case, people. Sometimes you just think, hey, man, I'm going to try this shit. And then it goes horrendously, horrendously wrong. And then you have to resort to doing um, uh, old material just to uh, dig yourself out the fucking hole that you've created for yourself. Um, fuck knows what that was. Um, uh, it's a little bit windy out today as well and a bit overcast here, not to give you a weather report, but it's just fucking dull. Um, I long for the halcyon days of uh, earlier on in the year when I was sitting outside reading a book in the sun. It was fucking gorgeous. Um, anyway, let, being as we haven't got any stand-up news or I can't... Uh, um, fucking uh, tell you about all the places I've travelled to and everything that's gone on, we shall resort to amusing fucking news stories that I will put my uh, sometimes controversial but always honest spin on things. Um, (laughs) What the fuck's up with me today? Let's have a little bit of tea. 
see if we can kickstart the old fucking brain, shall we? Um, yeah, so uh, this story uh, made me laugh uh, massively. Uh, it's just a head headline. It's a headline-grabbing thing. Uh, bodybuilder marries sex doll after whirlwind romance during coronavirus lockdown. Look, there's somebody who's found love with uh, essentially an upgrade of a rubber chicken. Uh, Yuri Tolochko, I imagine Russian, they're all fucking barking mad, aren't they, the Russians, um, said his idos, I like it, alongside sex doll Margot. Uh, do you think that's based on Margot, Robbie? Uh, I don't know. Um who uh, was dressed in a flowing white gown and clutched a bunch of flowers for the special occasion. She had uh, sticky back plastic on her hand and uh, had a bunch of flowers stuck to it. A bodybuilder. I imagine, you know, bodybuilders aren't the um, least narcissistic people in the world, are they? Um, You know, I imagine when he took up bodybuilding, he might have been like a skinny kid. And thought, hey man, I'll take up bodybuilding and chicks will just flock around me. No, they will not, uh, apparently. I imagine he didn't think he'd have to resort to marrying a sex doll uh, when he when he first started lifting weights. <laughs> this is the avenue he's gone down. He might as well have just spent less time in the gym, a little bit more time in a library, learning about shit, and then hooked up with one of those geeky girls. Who wants guys to know shit? Uh, while Yuri looked every bit the perfect groom, the couple went on to a to share a romantic first dance in front of dozens of guests, dozens of uncomfortable guests. So I imagine going, "What the fuck?" Uh, we're going to do the photos now. Is there any chance I can stay out of this one? Is that all right? I don't really want to be seen um, at the wedding of uh, somebody who's marrying a sex doll. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, Yuri, who identifies as pansexual, surely that should be pump sexual, uh, shared moments from the day on his Instagram page with one caption reading, it's happened, to be continued, as he slipped the ring onto his bride's plastic finger. (laughs) I bet that's not the only thing he slipped on her finger. Um the couple got engaged in December last year with Yuri saying their romance truly blossomed during the year 20. Well, there you go, you see. Who would have thought it? Old Yuri, there we were earlier on this podcast talking about, hey, man, who would have thought uh, that the uh, the world would be the way it is and uh, 2020 would have uh, uh, turned out the way it was. Um, and there's old Yuri. He had no idea. He'd be falling in love with a sex doll. There's a guy who clearly hasn't got access to Zoom or FaceTime. (laughs) The stages he's got to. It's not like they'd have met in a bar or something. He's gone on the internet. Firstly, he's had the idea to buy a sex doll in the first place. Um, You don't do that, you know under normal circumstances, do you? Like, if you're out and about on the dating scene, has he not heard of Tinder? (laughs) Has he not heard of, you know, hookup sites or anything like that? Or maybe he's tried all of them. That is the last-ditch attempt, isn't it? He's looked at his hand and thought, this is not enough for me now. I need some sort of, 
you know, at least somebody shaped like a woman to get me off. Um, he's he's tried the dating sites because you don't go straight to sex doll, do you? You're new on the market, just split up with your ex-missus. You don't go, oh, fuck it, I'm going to get a sex doll. You, you know, you try actual human beings first, maybe animals. <laughs> That's not talking from personal experience, by the way. Um, yeah, you go for actual human beings first, don't you? And he's been blown out by all of them because he's too busy. Mm, fucking look at it. I bet he's one of those guys. Mm, on dating sites. He must have been in either a vest top or his top off. And that's turned women off him completely. And he's thought, here's how do I get my penis in some sort of vaginal hole? That looks pretty realistic. <laughs> Let's get one of those and a fucking foot pump. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. The couple got engaged December. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Describe himself as a sexy manic. On Instagram. <laughs> that's why is that to resort from? That's why, Yuri. You've uh, had to resort to a sex doll because you describe yourself as a sexy manic on Instagram. Not a sexy maniac uh, or a sex maniac. Uh, a sexy manic. So, A, your fucking grammar is appalling. Um, because I imagine he was going for sex maniac. Um, who, you know, who describes themselves as a sexy manic on Instagram? He shared images of the couple's romantic lifestyles. They cozy up in the bath. <laughs> Not cozy up. I imagine she's floating on the surface. Um, at least that's a wife who's never, ever going to drown. Um, cozy up in the bath with one another and snuggle in bed. Jesus. Um squeaking out of the bath as you're drying uh in one post he writes couples need to talk less and connect more surely talking is <laughs> you know you know what yuri you know what me old booty i don't think i'm gonna be taking you know maybe it's just me maybe that's my crazy mind here people but uh i don't think any of us ought to really take any relationship advice off of yuri <laughs> Couples need to, hey, couples out there, you need to talk less and connect more. Ah, oh, thank you. Uh, how long have you been with your lady? <laughs> Since she was fucking delivered. Ah, uh, dear. How did you meet? Well, it took about seven to ten days uh, for her to get here. <laughs> I went for standard delivery because I couldn't be asked to pay the seven ninety nine for the special sign for. Oh, fuck me. Describing how their relationship started, Euro, Jesus, Euro, it was Yuri on the original one. He's changed his name. Uh, where are fucking hell? Oh, fucking internet. Um, uh, describing how their relationship started, Yuri uh, said he met Margot at a nightclub when he rescued her from unwanted attention. Of course, it. Of course, you did. Of course, you did. You fabricated. Um, was she just hanging out of the bar, was she? You know, um, just having a couple of drinks, getting hassled, was she, from other guys, and you went in, rescued her, took her home. Jesus fucking hell. Kept her away from the fucking radiators just in case she burst. 
<laughs> Coronavirus delayed their original red wedding in March before a second planned wedding day was halted when Yuri was attacked during a transgender rally. Ah, Jesus Christ. Yuri has a fucking colourful fucking life, I tell you. Um, leaving him with concussion and a broken nose. Jesus. He wasn't the guy, uh, he wasn't the guy on the train, was he? <laughs> Describing the earlier attack on him, Yuri said a few months ago, I started using a female image for performances. I named this character Amanda. Through this image, I convey certain ideas in, I, in our society, so I was beaten. I've got an idea that Yuri's pretty fucked up. I tell you what, it is fucking, it is fucking ripped though, old Yuri. Um... Uh, of his relationship with Margot, Yuri previously told the the uh, newspaper, uh, our story turns me on much more than sex itself. Yeah, because you're a fucking fantasist, you lunatic. Has nobody at any point gone, Yuri, you're a fuck? Come with us, Yuri. Come with us. Follow us into this uh, institution. We're going to have to sit you down, keep you in a padded cell for a while. He'd probably like that. Um... In Kazakhstan, there we go, Kazakhstan, mental. The wedding could legally be held as both partners were considered consenting male and females over the age of 18. What the fuck? I mean, come on. Yuri also previously revealed how he decided to book Margot in for plastic surgery earlier this year. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. What did he do? Use a fucking blowtorch? Do it himself? Just melt her face and then reform it. When I presented her photo to the world, there was a lot of criticism. She began to develop a complex. So we decided to have plastic surgery. He's fucking mental. Oh, man. Um, I mean, you meet mental people in everyday life and that sort of thing. But he's, yeah. Jesus, she has changed a lot. At first, it was hard to accept, but I got used to it later on. It was a real clinic with real doctors. I bet those fucking doctors rubbed their hands. After they got over the initial, uh, you realise that is a sex doll and realising that he didn't realise that um, and that she was, and they went, yeah, yeah, no problem. We'll sort it out. No problem at all. Uh, we'll change the colour of her eyes. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> it cost them a packet of fucking felt tips and some uh, fucking, <laughs> and some fucking, rubber molds and uh cost of about yeah that'll be uh 20 grand mate that'll be 20 grand oh yeah she looks amazing amazing walks out the door what the fuck was that guy on about jesus um anyway um yeah so that's that you know what people out there no matter how fucked up your relationships are um how much how lonely you are um how uh how sometimes you may feel alone. Uh, you may not be in a relationship. You may be looking. You may have unrequited love for somebody. But at least you are not Yuri. Uh, that, is, <laughs> that is the main thing. Fuck me. Jesus, man. Um, excellent. Excellent stuff. Uh, I fucking love it. Um, also this week, Hitler's back. Guess who's back? Back again, Hitler's back, Hitler's back, Hitler's back, Hitler's back. Nah, nah, nah. Um, wouldn't you change your name? This is uh, the story about uh, Adolf Hitler, who has been elected uh, Ad Adolf Hitler 
Yunona. Yunona is a Namibian politician. Uh, he has been um, uh, elected. He's actually been, uh, first of all, he's been named. He looks very sinister on that, uh, that picture, by the way. Uh, man named after Adolf Hitler wins local election. A Namibian politician named after Adolf Hitler. <laughs> you mean, uh, you know. You gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta ask your question, uh, your parents a few questions about that, surely. Unless he, um, you know, unless it's some sort of nickname, um, says he has no plans for world domination after winning a sweeping victory in local elections. <laughs> Adolf Hitler, you knowna, uh, was elected last week as councillor for the oh god, um, Pudja constituency in an interview with german newspaper build he insisted he had nothing to do with nazi ideology no change your you'd fucking change your name wouldn't you if i was you know um robert mugabe briggs i think i'd uh, uh you know i'd change that name i think uh i'd i'd i'd, I'd probably resort back to ben <laughs> <laughs> Adolf, like other German first names, is not uncommon in the country, which was once a German colony. There we go, look. But the Hitler bit, uh, he was elected for the ruling Swapo party, which led the campaign against colonial, colonial and white minority rule. He could put back... Um, uh, he could uh, turn it all around for the name Adolf Hitler, couldn't he? You know that is a lot of responsibility on Adolf's uh, <laughs> Adolf's shoulders. There, um, it comes with you know, I mean, like all of us in society are born into society, and we come with a like historical context behind us, don't we? That we're all trying to deal with like racism, sexism, homophobia, you know, transgender uh, uh, issues, and that sort of thing. But uh, fuck me, I mean. You know, I imagine he struggled to get a, he would struggle to get a job interview. I imagine if you put your name down on your CV as Adolf Hitler, what are you into? <laughs> no comment. Hobbies and interests. No comment. <laughs> well, it wasn't until I was grew up, growing up that I realized this man wanted to subjugate the whole world. He said, adding, I have nothing to do with any of these things. No. <laughs> to be honest, mate, you're black and Adolf Hitler was white. I imagine they're not going to confuse the two of you. Um, uh, you know, he's he's gone clean shaven as well. He hasn't even like gone for a moustache, uh, which I think is a good idea. And he hasn't gone for the comb over haircut. If anything, is the exact looks the exact opposite of Adolf Hitler. Uh, the centre-left Swapo party arose from Namibia's independence movement and has ruled the country since 1990. Uh, the support for the party has fallen following bribery allegations over the fish, <laughs> fishing industry. Hey, you want to you wanna fish there? You want to fish? Yeah? Yeah? I can get you some fish. Yeah, just give us a backhander. <laughs> uh, so Adolf Hitler's back, man. He's back. Um... Fuck me, Jesus. There's, you know, there's a lot of people with the, uh, if you, you know, the most fame, possibly the named after the most famous evil cunt in history. And uh, he's kept the name. You know, you would, I don't know. 
Firstly, he's been given that name by his parents. You've got to, you know, your dad's goose stepping around the fucking house. But, um, fuck me. Who would even entertain that? Ah, oh, Jesus. Um, anyway, um, let's move on. Uh, it just made me laugh, that did. I mean, like, you know, I, cu- I couldn't imagine having... It's bad enough having other people with the same name as you, uh, let alone somebody who is potentially... Well, is actually seen... He's the go-to bad guy. Isn't he, um, Adolf Hitler? He is the worst person uh, in modern times in history because nobody can remember people like Genghis Khan and shit like that. Personally, um, and to be named after him, fuck me. You see a little baby and you think, I've got it, sweetheart. (laughs) I've got it. Fuck the name book. Throw that name book out now. I have got what this baby is going to be called. We're going for Adolf Hitler. Oh, we're going for Adolf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Taking that round to people. Uh, we've gone for Adolf uh, for the baby. Really? Is it not? Um, you know the guy? Are you aware of the guy in Germany and shit like that? Oh, Adolf Hitler. Yeah, yeah. That's what we've gone for his middle name, Hitler. Uh, Ad- Fuck me. Jesus. Um. You wouldn't care. I don't care if, you know, Namibia was a German colony and uh, Adolf is a popular name. You don't go with the fucking Hitler after it, do you? Fucking hell. Jesus. Here's my wife, Eva. (laughs) Ah, it's happening again. Ah, Jesus. What are we on? 22 minutes. Um, Here's an interesting story. Um, that, um, oh, the old, uh, not the, not an interesting story, really. Uh, the old Pfizer, uh, vaccine here in the UK, uh, England, Scotland, uh, Wales, Northern Ireland has been, um, uh, judged to be safe. So we've got over here in the UK now, we've got options, baby. We've got options with what jabs we're going to get, what jabs we're going to have. This is the thing. Are you in team Pfizer or Team AstraZeneca or Team Oxford. This is uh, this is what's happening. We, yeah, we've got a choice, people out there. Hey, people in poor countries who, <laughs> who haven't even smelt the fucking... Had a sniff of a fucking vaccine yet. Um, uh, or developing one. Uh, we've, got, we've got a potential choice of three over here. So, uh, yeah, that's what it's like in the West, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Jesus. Isn't it like, you know, isn't it like the poor poor countries getting fucked and the richer countries still fucking just, you know, cramming, you know, grabbing all of the fucking resources? We're going to fucking collect everything so our people can live. And then when global warming starts, we'll move into We'll take over your countries and move in there. I don't know, people. Um, anyway, uh, on the subject of, um, massive, uh, massive racists <laughs> like Hitler, um, well, not massive racist. Well, yeah, he was a massive racist, but I mean, uh, this is, a, I, what I'm trying to say, people, is this a very tenuous link? Um, uh, the, uh, 
there is shock in the newspapers this week uh, in the sporting because Millwall fans boo their own players uh, at the first game back at, at the Den, which is their uh, ground. Millwall football players, by the way, uh, Millwall football fans boo their own players for taking the knee in an anti-discrimination row. Um, Millwall, uh, Millwall supporters, uh, obviously um, uh, well known for their uh, um, uh, quite liberal views when it comes to race. And <laughs> Fuck me. Really? Is anyone really surprised by this? <coughs> Sorry, a bit of a cough there. Is anyone really surprised by this? That Millwall supporters, the most uh, renowned for being thuggish supporters, you know, portrayed in the film Green Street and well known for being, you know, hooligans. Uh, most, the majority of them, you know, I know. Don't write in if you're a Millwall supporter and go, actually, I take my family and kids down there and we all wear fucking matching sweaters and fucking, you know. Have a glass of Prosecco at half time. Yes, I know. They're not all are making sweeping statements, but you know, Millwall is a team uh, that is renowned for having fucking football hooligans in it. And um, for some reason, uh, newspapers seem to be uh, massively surprised that their their um, their fans that didn't take too kindly to people taking the knee. Um, The Den welcomed back 2,000 supporters for the first time since the start of the pandemic for their 1-0 defeat to Wayne Rooney's derby. Um, uh, But they sparked an anti-discrimination row after their vocal protest from the stands. As the players got down on one knee, the derby's Colin Kazim Richards raising his fist, a symbol of solidarity. Boos echoed around. Yeah, boo! We don't want solidarity with black people. Boo! Jesus fucking hell. Um, you know, maybe just let it slide a little bit. You know, obviously this is a very Americanized thing. Um, I don't know. It seems for me, it seems um, like it's come over from America. Fair enough. I don't give a fuck if people take the knee or, or something like that. But there seems to be a lack of jeopardy. Like in America, it seemed a genuine sort of like brave you know, thing to do. Obviously, they're raising awareness of the issues that um, uh, black people face uh, like today in the modern UK and America. Um, and uh, raising the fist and that sort of thing is, is it's a good thing. You know, everybody wants everybody to be <laughs> treated fairly, obviously, you know. And, um, well, Obviously, the Millwall supporters don't. They've looked at that and they've gone, we're, you know, we're showing solidarity with, like, black people and black footballers and being more inclusive. And the Millwall supporters have gone, nah, not for us. Boo that. Boo. Boo it. Oh, God, that makes me sick. People wanted to be treated fairly. Um, it needs looking at and addressing. I heard it and it was I was very surprised. <laughs> really? At fucking by fucking Millwall supporters, everybody at Derby is back taking the knee and will continue to do so. There has been a great progress in that campaign, and to hear that today is upsetting for a lot of people. Uh, Derby's black striker Kazim Richards branded the Jew in an absolute disgrace. It fucking is. He added, "I will say it every single damn time. This is why I stand and stand proud." Millwall's own black star. 
Marlon Romeo declared today's game has become irrelevant. Uh, the fans have been let back in, which the whole team was looking forward to. But in society, there is a problem. That is racism. Yeah, fucking hell. I mean, like, are they not cheering that guy? You know, when he scores a goal, do they stand silent? You know, when he scores for Millwall, do they just stand silent and go, no, I'm not celebrating that? No, they fucking don't, do they? I mean, half the time it's just to be, you know, just to be contrary or just to be controversial, isn't it? Like, I'm a fucking, oh, no, I'm not going to fucking go for that shit. Mm. Fucking cocksuckers. Uh, the organisation Kick It Out, uh, which is uh, um, to kick out racism in football. We are saddened by the behaviour of fans booing the players, taking the knee at Millwall. Take the fucking knee if you want to take the knee. Everybody take the knee. Who gives a, f- you know, if it helps some people feel more uncomfortable, uh, feel more comfortable, but <laughs> not more uncomfortable. Uh, if it takes uh, makes people feel more comfortable, and as if, you know, like, and has an effect, you know, of, of making people feel more inclusive, why the fuck would you not support that? We urge the players to continue using their platforms and their voices to support this fight. We applaud the players of Millwall and Dabley for taking a stand and defying the hate shown by some fans today. Some fucking knobhead fans, isn't it? It's the same thing. You're never going to, you know... Those people ought to be banned from a fucking game. I know everybody. I know there's freedom of speech and that sort of thing, and I'm a big supporter of that. But, you know, there's also, you know, a complete lack of respect um, going on. It's, it's a, you know, people say, well, I have a, I have the voice to, I have a, a platform to voice my opinion as well. That's why I can boo, but, you know. Have a bit of, you know, at least think of other people sometimes, you know. It's, it's what, a minute out of your life, you know, even if you fucking hate it, you know. At what point did they start booing when they went to when the knee hit the floor or did they start booing as soon as it looked like they were going to take the knee? <laughs> I want to see how committed they were to booing uh, this. Or did they start booing halfway through? Oh, I've fucking had enough of this now, Jesus. I don't know, man. Uh, you ain't going to change some people, are you? But hopefully, you know, luckily, in a few years' time, those people will be dead. Um, and then we can bow, uh, boo at their funerals uh, if we wish to. Uh, well, we on? 30 minutes, people. Uh, it's been a bit of a mishmash of an episode again, hasn't it? It's all a bit news-related. I'll try and weave in a few more uh, bits um if we can, but it's very difficult, people. It's very difficult these days, isn't it? Not travelling about and shit like that. Just staying here at Briggs Towers, uh, which we're going to have some news about in the new year. Holy fucking shit, people. Um, Yeah, so um, that was episode 166 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you have uh, any questions, if you want to uh, email me with booze, uh, you may do so at uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Um, have a good rest of your weekend. Make the most of it, baby, before uh, the new year starts. Uh, the new year, the new day, uh, new week. Fuck. What the fuck am I going on about? Uh, the new week starts and you're fucking grinding on until Christmas. It's round the corner, baby. Uh, have a good rest of your weekend. I'll speak to you on Tuesday. Take care.